you a fan of this podcast? Do you wish there was even more juicy content for you to sink your ears into? Well, there is. You can become a premium member of this podcast for $5.99 a month and get full access to an archive of over 50 bonus episodes. Additionally, we release a bonus episode every single month. That's a ton of extra content, including my personal interior design diaries, extra tips, my talking about trends, and so much more. Additionally, you'll be keeping us on the airwaves each and every week because your premium membership money goes directly back to making this podcast amazing. Check us out at affordableinteriordesign.com. Click on podcast to learn more and to become a premium member today. high-end designer or a lot of money to get a luxe look be your own interior designer this is affordable interior design the podcast here's your host betsy Hellman. wow can you believe it the holidays are behind us it's too bad because having something to look forward to like Thanksgiving, Hanukkah, Christmas, Kwanzaa, having those things to look forward to makes the cold a little more bearable. And now the cold and the snow and the coats and the scarves, they just feel like it's going to trudge along for so long. I'll have to find little escapes to warmer places because... <sighs> but the week between... Christmas and New Year for me is a very special week because it's a time when I can spend planning and visioning. Not only do I take stock of everything that happened before, right? What did 2022 look like? What were my goals? I always create a video at the end of each year and a video at the beginning of each new year. And I can go back and look at those. I can see all the aspirations I had in place. And then I can see if they came to fruition, how they came to fruition. I remember this time last year, I didn't know where we were moving. I still thought we were probably moving to New Jersey. I didn't know where we were going to live. I was moving out of my storefront and oh my gosh, that hard candy Christmas episode <laughs> that I recorded a year ago. Wow. I was in a dark place. I was listening to Dolly Parton on repeat while I was packing my boxes and having emotional breakdowns. I wouldn't have imagined I'd be living in Connecticut this time last year. I wouldn't have imagined all the different things that have been happening that will happen. I wouldn't have imagined that I was going to hire a business manager. I wouldn't have imagined, well, you know, I want to go back and listen. So it's really a fun time to not only reflect, but to put those reflections either on video or write them down. In my case, I do both. So that we have something really tangible that I can go back and say, hey, wait, and in my storefront, I used to have this big four foot by six foot laminated year calendar. And on top of each rectangle for the month, I would write what my goal was or my priority, right? This month is dedicated to, you know, I don't know, different things, right? Who knows? But big things that would move the needle so I didn't let the day-to-day, -day, all the minutia of emails, clients, paperwork, payroll, invoices, so I didn't let that take over and I kept my eye on the larger thing I was hoping to achieve. 
Well, ever since I moved, which, you know, we packed up in July, I've just let all that planning go. And I have literally been living day to day. It has been a struggle to get our bearings here in Connecticut. My children have been struggling to make friends. I've been struggling to unpack this darn house. My husband has a new job that's been particularly challenging and takes him away for long periods of time. We've all been going through it. I have been in survival mode and I'm ready to change course, especially with the new awakening I had in Vegas, which I can't wait to share with you all when it becomes a little more real in 2023. But I'm really excited to get back to this larger productive thinking. In fact, I'm having a friend who went to my Goldman Sachs small business course with me. She's coming out to the cottage and we are both going to reflect and spend a spa day right here in the cottage. I have foot massagers, back massagers, the um, hot tub. We have tables. We have day beds where we can lounge. And we are going to really think backwards before we jump forward so that we can get the most in terms of lessons, congratulations, all these different things. We can get those set and move forward with lots of great momentum. I hope you are finding a way to reflect and look forward. I hope that you're excited for the year to come and curious about what happened in the year behind us. And what else was I going to say? Oh, yeah. So this week I spend for large picture thinking, but at night I have to small picture think. By the time I make dinner, help the kids with their homework, get them in bed, it's 10 o'clock. I'm on the couch from 10 to 1, and either I'm working on a client project or I'm lounging. But I never, which drives my husband crazy, I never just watch TV, unless it's something like Breaking Bad, which needs your full engagement. I'm always doing something else, and I don't even really enjoy TV that takes my full engagement. I like to be multitasking. I like to be sort of playing with two sides of my brain at once. It might be the same side, but I like to be working on different things. Uh, so one of my favorite things to do is now, this is a new love and I've become a little obsessed, online auctions. <laughs> online auctions. I have been buying all sorts of stuff I never knew I needed and stuff I didn't need. And I've been entering these like online auction bidding wars because I'll bid a number and then I can see somebody else bids a number and then I'll bid a number. I mean, it's getting insane. Every weekend, typically weekends are when you pick up your auction winnings, I'm traipsing all over Connecticut from Greenwich to Trumbull to Westport. I'll even go to Pound Ridge in New York or, oh my gosh. The great thing is I don't know this area. So it's so fun to see all these winding back roads, all these charming homes, all this new landscape. But then I get to pick up something like the other day. And by the other day, I mean this weekend, I went to Pound Ridge, New York, which is like 31 minutes from me to pick up a pizza stone. I won for $7. Now, I've never used a pizza stone before in my life. I think they're like $45. So I was curious. I like pizza. We do a lot of homemade pizza. I went to pick up this pizza stone. It cost me more in gas. Exponentially more both ways because I took uh, anyway, who cares? But uh, I'm obsessed. Do you do the online auctions? I got a piece of art this weekend, I got a pizza stone, I got a collection of collectible magazines. I know, don't ask. I got um, 
Oh my gosh. This is a funny story. And then I'll move on to answering your questions. Okay. When we were house hunting, we'd shifted gears to Connecticut and there was this amazing house, which maybe I even talked about on the podcast, that was well below our budget, hundreds of thousands of dollars below our budget. My husband was smitten. It had a tower. It had a teen zone, like a teen wing of the house for our two kids to share not only um, a living room of their own, but also a large bathroom with spa tub. And then they had two little rooms branching off of it with like desks. It was really amazing, but it was not the house for me. It did not make my heart go pity pet. First of all, it was built in the eighties, not my era, not for music, not for TV, not for (laughs) houses. It was built in the eighties. It had a lot of charm and character. So I'll give you that. But the office space that I would occupy was really small, a shoebox that was not inspiring, and the neighborhood was questionable. It was mixed and just not my favorite, and the lot was so small, and the taxes were so high. So not only was I wedged next to these neighbors who weren't keeping their yard up and whose homes were kind of looking a little disheveled, but... I was paying super high taxes for this as well. My husband loved this house, not just for the teen zone, not just for the tower, but inside the tower, when you crawl up to the tippy top of this space, it was lined with DVDs, CDs, memorabilia from all my husband's favorite shows, trinkets, figurines, you name it. It was up there and it was obvious that whoever, uh, the real estate agent actually told us it was the man of the house, had been collecting all these ticket stubs, everything. And my husband was like, we are buying this house for this room alone. Well, believe me, I thought about buying that house because, you know, times got tough. It was a very difficult market this summer. I had no idea we'd find this quote unquote dream house. And I was really grappling with the idea that we should just settle buy a house that is certainly within our means, that gives us lots of money to play with in terms of exploring other things we might want to do, international travel, I don't know. Um, Heck, we could have probably bought a beach house with the leftovers. I'm not sure. But I just didn't feel that special feeling. And I just knew it would be a compromise. I knew it would be a five-year house rather than a 25-year house. I just couldn't get all that excited. I certainly couldn't get as excited as my husband. Well, the other night I was on one of these auction sites and I immediately recognized the dining room from this house because it was painted in this really rich teal color and was very specific and they were auctioning off the dining table. Well, I clicked the link and they were auctioning the whole house, including all the memorabilia. I bid on like that entire room of memorabilia I got seven shelves and like long, densely packed shelves of memorabilia because they were selling the shelves one at a time, just with all the mixed stuff. I got seven shelves of memorabilia for $70 and I'm going to put that all in a box and wrap it up for my husband and give it to him, present it to him. It's after the holidays, but he can have like a consolation prize. And I'm going to say, my love, looky, I bought you that house and this house. So hopefully that will make him feel less remorseful about losing out on his dream tower room. And my kids never even saw the teen zone, so they don't know what they're missing. All right, let's get to your questions. That was just a fun aside. Was it fun for you? Check out those auction online websites because 
In these dark, cold winter months when the garage ceiling is bleak, the online auctions are bubbling over with values and deals. And now it's time for a quick commercial break. Do you love this podcast? Do you wish you could learn even more? Well, we have an online class bundle. Our online class bundle is comprised of three online classes, Beautifying Your Home for Less, Styling Your Home, and The Fundamentals of Feng Shui. Each one of those three classes is between 30 and 45 minutes long and chock-filled with visuals and tips, things that will help you to style your own space or help out with other spaces. Additionally, with the pack of three classes, you get an autographed copy of my book, Affordable Interior Design. You get all of that for only $99. Once again, that's the three online classes as well as the book for only $99. You just go to affordableinteriordesign.com slash classes. Once again, affordableinteriordesign.com slash classes to buy your bundle today. And if one of those classes sounded intriguing, but maybe you already have my book or some of the other topics are not of interest, you can buy the classes individually at that site as well. Each class is $40. So head over to affordableinteriordesign.com slash classes to get your bundle or your online class today. Question. First question today is coming from Heidi. Heidi's writing all the way from Indiana, and she says, Betsy, where might the best place to find nice throw pillow inserts be? I like the feel and fall of feather pillow inserts, but I rarely see them in stores. Do you have an online resource you'd recommend, even an Amazon seller? Do you have a favorite place to purchase throw pillow covers? I especially love highly textured fabrics. Well, Heidi, I do not love a feather insert because oftentimes the feathers poke through. And while I love the fact that you can easily mold the pillow and get it to stay just where you want because they're so malleable and so sort of sculptural in the way that feathers can be sort of plumped and glumped and moved the way that you want. Uh, the thing I don't like are those quills poking through, poking me in the back, being very uncomfortable, poking my face when I lay down on the pillow. I prefer a down alternative. It's also better for people with allergies. So I go for the down alternative pillows, inserts, excuse me, from Pottery Barn. That's my favorite. Uh, they also have them at West Elm. I think they're a little bit cheaper and you know, that's the same parent company of Williams Sonoma. And of course, Williams Sonoma also has the inserts, but I think they're a little bit more expensive. So I stick with Pottery Barn, but certainly toy with West Elm to see if you find the quality to be any different. The other tip is that I sometimes like to pick a pillow insert that's two inches bigger than the pillow cover. So if the pillow cover is an 18-inch pillow cover, I'll go for a 20-inch insert to make it that much more full. And luckily, the down alternative is very malleable as well. The thing I avoid is just the totally fake, oh, what is it even called? I don't even buy it. But the ones that are so foamy, I do love pillow covers. You know, the exciting thing about pillows, which is really different than other things like sofas, dining tables, armchairs, rugs. Well, rugs are like this too, actually. Rugs are like this. Artwork, 
Okay. Uh, the exciting thing about something like a rug or a pillow cover is that you can get them at such a wide breadth of stores. I don't feel that there's only two stores that do it really well, and that's what you should hone in on. Instead, I think there are a variety of purveyors of pillows, and that's also why I hate to source pillows. The other day in the academy, we were talking about what our favorite things to shop for for clients or for ourselves are. And somebody in the academy said pillows. And I hate looking for pillows because I will inevitably go down a rabbit hole. Like you just saw me go down with the inserts, right? And I just know because there's so many stores that do it well that I'm going to keep going and keep searching and keep finding. Oh my gosh. Uh, one that I love that seems to offer very special pillows and has a good filtration filtration system if I'm just looking for one color or one size or one type and that also has very affordable prices is Burke Decor. Love Burke Decor. It is a little bit of a rabbit hole. There are a ton of options, but I use those filters so that I can quickly go to just what I'm looking for. And if I want something really special that I've never seen on another site, I will either head there or I will head to Etsy. The thing I love about Etsy is that you can get a lot of designer-only, trade-only fabrics that in New York I could only get in the D&D building. But they make them widely available to the public because these seamstresses have access or, you know, have bought folds of fabric or I don't know, right? But for instance, for my drapes in my living room, I fell in love with this fabric on Etsy. I basically kind of typed in the search what I was looking for for drapes. I wanted something dark embroidered with like a botanical or flower theme. And what popped up was this website for this pillow maker in Michigan. She makes pillows, but she has this beautiful fabric. And I said, I love that fabric. I Google image searched it, couldn't find it anywhere else. Couldn't even figure out what it was. I even went onto my interior design Facebook groups. I belong to many forums. I posted it saying, do you know who makes this fabric? Do you know where I can get this fabric? Nobody knew. I went back to this lady who makes pillows and Etsy and I said, I love this fabric, but I want drapes. Is there any way you could do drapes? So she made custom drapes for my house from this amazing pillow fabric that I could not find anywhere else. And they look fantastic. They're navy with all the embroidery I was hoping for. They match perfectly with the mirror that's been in the house since 1931 and has a teal border. I mean, they could not be more perfect. They came out just the way I wanted. In fact, so much so that I ordered this amazing fabric on Spoonflower. That's another place where you could just get lost for days. And they have these um, artisans who make patterns, post it to Sunflower, and Sunflower turns it into what? Spoonflower. Oh my gosh, Spoonflower. Turns it into whatever you want. They'll turn it into fabric. They'll turn it into pillows. They'll turn it into artwork. In my case, I ordered 44 yards of fabric and this amazing print I found on Spoonflower that really goes well with the drapes in the living room. But these are for the family room and they've got navy, purple, fuchsia, like an aqua green, as well as a teal that perfectly matches the mirror in the living room. You know what I'm going with here, people. Anyway, we're making 10 panels at nine feet each. I had all the stuff shipped to the lady in Michigan because when you find that perfect pillow person on Etsy who has the most amazing fabrics and is very talented, we'll use her again and again because she is creating these drapes 
much more affordably than I could buy them on, say, Restoration or Pottery Barn. Plus, I could never find this amazing print on those places. That is to say, I hate shopping for pillows because listen to all the options. I mean, there's thousands on Spoonflower alone. Then open up Pandora's box on Etsy, blah, 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 blah. So rather than staying true to one company when I'm looking for pillows like birth decor, instead, I'll put in exactly what I want because I save pillow sourcing for the end of my journey. So once I figured everything else out for the client, then I go to the pillow sourcing. I'm like, what do I want? What am I looking for? What's missing from this room? In fact, I typically even create the mood board right before I source the pillows so I can kind of see what the room needs. Does the room need a touch of warmth? In other words, a yellow, orange, or red pillow. Does the room need uh, a pattern? In other words, maybe we need to go with a plaid or even a floral. Does the room need texture? Then I'm going to go with like a channeled velvet or an open weave linen that has a lot of chunky texture or a raw silk. Oh my God, that'd be so good. Anyway, that's how I pick my pillows and I hope it helped you pick your pillows too. Guys, if Peter picks a pack of pickled pillows, oh my gosh, today my tongue has been twisted up in knots because my mind is too busy reflecting and preparing for 2023. Do you find yourself in that same space? If you do, take some of that forward-thinking energy and think about winning the contest we have going on. Yes, remember that contest for the month of December? This is one of your last days to get in your entry. All you have to do is go to iTunes and look for Affordable Interior Designs Podcast. Leave a five-star review telling people why you love the show. It truly is the best way for people to find our show. Leave that five-star review and you will be entered to win. Two lucky winners will be getting my online interior design class, Accessorizing Your Home, Styling Your Home, talking all about pillows, talking all about pattern, artwork, color palettes, etc. 40 to 45 minutes of design gold delivered straight to your inbox. And all you have to do is spend four minutes writing an amazing review. I would be so grateful and it would give me so much momentum moving into 2023. So head on over, leave your review. I'll announce the winner in January's podcast. All right. Tell then everyone. asked for it and we have answered the call. For years you've been saying, Betsy, you're talking about all these great design concepts, but we can't visualize them. You're describing the picture that the listener sent in of their problem and we wish we could see that picture too. After all, a picture is worth a thousand words and I do my best to describe them, but there's nothing like seeing it for yourself. And that's why Affordable Interior Design, the podcast, now has a YouTube channel. Not only do we have a YouTube channel where you could see recordings and clips of these podcast episodes, we also have an Instagram, a Facebook, and so many other exciting things. You should check it out. Head over to affordableinteriordesign.com slash links. Once again, affordableinteriordesign.com slash L-I-N-K-S links. And when you go there, you will see links to our YouTube page, our Instagram page, our Facebook page, and more. Please check it out, follow and subscribe so you can see everything I'm talking about.
A big thank you to our amazing producer, Catherine Heller, to Aton and the MBCR House Band, and to Affordable Interior Design, the sponsor of this podcast and the premier place to get an amazing look on a budget. Check out affordableinteriordesign.com. If you guys love the show, the very best way to support us is by spreading the word. Tell your friends or write us an awesome review on iTunes. So until next week, guys, thanks so much for joining us, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.